Hello, friend. This is Taylor with an exciting and important announcement before this episode begins. For the past few years, I've gotten lots of requests from men in my courses for an in-person workshop or retreat. And I'm happy to say that this year it's finally happening in the beautiful mountains just outside of Asheville on July 11th through the 14th. And it includes a nine-week online men's group and training that starts three weeks before the retreat to help us integrate the work we're going to be doing together into our regular everyday lives. The program is called Liberate Your Life Force, and it's for any man who wants to feel truly vital and alive and liberated in his life on a daily basis in things like sex, relationships, in your family, in your business, and with your mission and purpose in life. Yes, <laughs> let's take a breath to that. <sighs> mm. I am co-facilitating this program with my good friend Thomas Duchin, and we've created this program based on our years of working with hundreds of men and figuring out some of the most effective and powerful ways to help us break through the most common ways men get blocked in life, with things like sexual shame, emotional closure and numbness, being the lone wolf, being the nice guy, difficulty receiving, and so many more ways that we hold ourselves back. The good news is we can actually work through these things and come out way stronger on the other side, especially when supported by a group of men and in-person processes that challenge you to become your best self. If this is something that sounds good to you, you can go to my website and click the retreat menu option to learn more. And know that enrollment is first come, first serve by application only, and it's limited to just 18 men, so we can have a truly powerful and tight-knit group. It's going to be profound, it's going to be fun, it's going to be challenging, and I'm so excited to share it with you and the group of men who have already signed up. So if you're interested, again, check out my website. And with all that being said, let's get into today's episode. I like to experiment with everything from sexual energy and threesomes and prostate stimulation, non-ejaculatory orgasms and semen retention, to monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, extended periods of being single, and intentional periods of abstinence too. Which means that prior to actually learning about the term nofap, I went through periods of nofap without even knowing what it was. And in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about nofap. But first, I also want to say that today's episode is an experiment, too. Most of the other, well, in fact, all of the other podcast episodes on this podcast are longer. And when I've been listening to some of my favorite podcasts, they include shorter episodes every once in a while. And I realized that's actually really cool because I don't always have an hour to listen to something. So this episode is a bit shorter and it is a brief look into a coaching call that I had last week with a new client who hired me after three years of practicing NoFap and not being satisfied with the results that he was getting. And in fact, being relatively dissatisfied and he hired me and asked me, what's up? So let's get in to today's shorter episode. Today, I want to talk to you about a guy named Tom who has not ejaculated since 2019. He has not had sex or masturbated or watched porn since 2019. And it's because in 2019, he found NoFap. And if you've never heard of NoFap before, NoFap is a term that means no masturbation. It means no, and then fapping is the sound supposedly of the hand going up and down on the penis. Fap, 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 fap. 
It's also a name of an online community of men, men who have given up masturbation, who have given up porn, perhaps who have also given up masturbation and sex because they've had a problematic relationship with these things, perhaps an addictive relationship with porn or masturbation or sex. They've given these things up so they can live a better, more productive life, so they can focus the energy that they otherwise would have put into watching porn and masturbation into maybe building a business, building their career, building a creative project or a passion, something like that. And nofap can be really beneficial for a lot of guys if they go through it for a period of time to create a reset in their system. The problem comes in when guys want to start having a relationship again. And this is where Tom contacted me because he hasn't ejaculated since 2019 or had sex or masturbated or had any sexual experience. And he said to me, Taylor, I'm experiencing a flat line, a semen retention flat line. I'm not experiencing all the benefits of this practice. Why not? Why do I feel dull? Why do I feel lackluster? And we had a really good conversation about it. And this is what I want to share with you today is that NoFap is actually dangerous. There are a lot of benefits to NoFap, but there are some big dangers as well. And one of the dangers is Tom, he now has a very strong fear of ejaculation. Because of all the dogma around NoFap in the online communities and all the videos on YouTube, because of the dogma that says ejaculation will ruin your life, basically, he's terrified to have an ejaculation right now. He thinks if he has an ejaculatory orgasm, it's going to mean his business is not going to be successful. It's going to mean his creative projects aren't successful. It's going to mean women won't like him because he's wasting his energy. That's a huge, huge problem and a huge misconception. And it you can tell how it becomes problematic when a guy wants to start having sexual relationships again with other people. There is a merging, a unhealthy merging of associations with bad things and negative things with ejaculatory orgasm, which by the way, is one of the most healthy things we can do as men if we do it with intention at certain intervals. So Tom shared with me a few things about his journey. He shared that, yes, he's been experiencing a flat line and he wants to experience the creativity and the boost of fire and life force that are so often talked about with the semen retention practice and with NoFap and was wondering why does the flat line exist? I have a few different thoughts around this. One of them that I want to share with you is that I don't believe that pushing sexuality away and under the rug is a healthy thing to do in the long term. I think if you do have an unhealthy relationship with porn or masturbation and you're using it as a like a drug or a substance or a coping mechanism for something, yes, maybe it's a good idea to take a couple months off and then learn how to integrate sexuality back into your life again because sexuality can actually be a massively life-giving thing. It can inspire such deep creativity and inspiration and, and life force in your body if you work with it in a good way. That can actually create the inspiration that this person is trying to get by not ejaculating, by not masturbating. Sex can be a life-giving thing. If you push sex away, you're pushing life force away. You're pushing away that thing that is everywhere in the world. You walk outside, everything is sex. There's pollen hitting us in the face. Bugs are having sex. Animals are having sex. Plants are ejaculating their pollen all over the place. Sex is happening constantly everywhere. And it's life. And if we just shove this away, of course, we're not going to feel as alive as we otherwise could. 
So when we bring that in and integrate it, then sexuality can become this muse. You don't even have to have sex with another person. You can just develop a really powerful, pleasurable solo sex practice with yourself. Most people who shove sexuality under a rug end up with problems because they're not integrating it. They're just saying no. I'm saying breathe it in, integrate it, have sexual experiences, learn how to control your urges and work with it and celebrate it as a beautiful thing. Like we are sexual beings. It's That's just the reality. Going for a long, long, long period of time without ejaculation is not healthy for most guys. I think ejaculatory orgasms are massively important. And as part of the integrative lifestyle of semen retention, I believe that having an ejaculatory orgasm at a certain frequency that is ideal for your age is the best way to do it. So for me, my personal ejaculation frequency is once every 12 to 10 to 14 days, somewhere in that range. And if I ejaculate on that frequency, then I get all the benefits of a semen retention lifestyle practice, the physiological and physical benefits of that, without experiencing the massive drop that can happen after an ejaculatory orgasm if I'm ejaculating more frequently. In fact, I've learned how to have ejaculatory orgasm that's actually restorative to my system. And I'll link in the description of this episode to the article that I wrote all about semen retention, where you can scroll down and find the section on how to have a restorative ejaculatory orgasm, because that's such a crucial part of this semen retention journey too. Most guys, or a lot of guys have such negative associations with it that they just I don't know, they avoid it like Tom has for years. I think that's a problem. And one of the other interesting things that he said was that he felt like women haven't found him so attractive recently and for the last you know bit of time. And he's wondering why that is. And by my assessment, Tom is a very well-spoken guy. He's creative, he's productive, he's living a good life. He, he looks good, he's well put together. And my thought when we talked was that women are actually, they're very perceptive. They're much more perceptive than most men think. Most women can tell, maybe not on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, if a man has totally pushed his sexuality away, shoved it under a rug and hasn't dealt with it and is not living a sexually empowered life, on some level, I believe that women who are attracted to men are going to notice this. It's going to raise some kind of red flag on their radar and they're not going to give this guy the time of day in terms of sexual interest or romantic interest, relationship interest, etc. because they sense that this guy has just pushed sexuality away and he hasn't actually created a healthy relationship with it. Conversely, compare that to a guy who brings his sexuality into his body, who has created a healthy relationship with it and who has learned how to integrate that into his life and acts with his sexuality empowering and fueling his life in the world. Women are going to feel that differently, perhaps again, not on an intellectual level, but something about their body, something about their psyche is going to notice that and they're going to be more attracted to this person. Remember, there's some shockingly large statistic. It's like 80 or 90% of all communication is nonverbal, right? So how does a man show up in a physical environment? How do you show up in a physical environment? What do you radiate out to people? What sort of posture are you holding? What sort of energetic presence are you holding? What sort of emotional intelligence, emotionality are you holding when you go into different spaces? Imagine the difference if you haven't ejaculated in three years and you haven't masturbated and you're just pushing this away because you're afraid to ejaculate and compare that 
to a sexually thriving life. Or maybe you're not being sexual with anybody else but yourself and you're only ejaculating on occasion and the rest of the time you're harnessing your sexual energy to live the life that you actually want to live. Fundamentally different is the reality that you would be experiencing in that latter example. The traditions that I've studied in and the traditions that I practice, they see sexuality, sexual energy, sexual arousal, sexual pleasure, and even orgasm as a necessary and a beautiful part of life and things to be celebrated, things to be enjoyed, things to be experienced in life and potentially shared with other people as life-giving things. The trick is just to do so with intention. Don't ejaculate mindlessly. Don't watch porn mindlessly. Don't have sex with your partner mindlessly. Bring mindfulness and intention and awareness into your sexual experiences and they will amplify tenfold and they'll get better and better and better and you'll go deeper and deeper and deeper and the amount of energy and presence you'll be able to hold in your system will expand and expand and expand and potentially even with some training you can learn to have sex for as long as you want potentially even experience non-ejaculatory orgasms or the multi-orgasmic cosmic realms of the wild tantric orgasm that a lot of people talk about myself included that i've experienced i didn't used to believe that was possible but with consistent practice and effort over time, you can have that experience. I'll link to a podcast in the show notes uh, where I talk about my first experience of having an extended tantric non-ejaculatory orgasm. It was phenomenal. It was psychedelic. It was amazing. It changed my life. And point being, I never would have gotten there, and Tom will never get there, and people who are in the extended NoFap world will never get there if they stay there, if they don't actually learn to create a healthy relationship with their sex life, with masturbation, with ejaculation, with orgasm. These are things we have to actually confront. We can't just shove them under the rug. So if you are somebody who's wanting to make the transition from taking a break from masturbation, from sex, into a sexually thriving lifestyle, I've got a couple of free guides in the episode show notes. I will link to those there and definitely recommend checking them out. One of them is about semen retention. The other is about how to last longer in bed. And both will give you really practical exercises to build your sexual energy and integrate it so you can use it as fuel. And so you can also experience more pleasure in the bedroom. And if you have any questions about this episode or comments, I would love to hear from you. And the best way to do that for this episode particularly would be to click on the link in the show notes and go to the actual YouTube video version of this episode and leave your comment there. That way, all of our comments and discussion can be in one place because I think NoFap is a really interesting uh, phenomenon and I think we need to talk about it more. All right, friend, that's it for today's shorter episode. Thank you so much for being here. I'll look for your comment on the YouTube video and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.